Abbey United, Kalani United, Arrowheart, Ahanan Celtic, Ballymore Celtic, Manor Rangers, Ben Bulban FC, Yates United, Dremore Villa, Carrick Town, Boyle Celtic, Gertrude Celtic, St John's, Valley Rovers, Valley Gawley Celtic, Polly Bowles, Eel Tubber, Grand Celtic, Ballyclare United, Merville United. Glass and his crew on United. Hair FC. This is Youth Soccer on Ocean FM. And this is the Youth Soccer Podcast with Tina Byrne. Tina, how are you? Hi, Austin. How are you? I'm good. If I could get your mic to work, I'd be even better. This is a regular there occurrence. There we are. I know. I, I, I'm, I, I I'm t- getting... I'll take the hint one of these days. You need to write a letter of complaint. <laughs> Sound <laughs> engineer is not up to the mark. No, no problem at all. I'm surprised you have a voice today. I was uh, I'm, I'm after yesterday. <laughs> indeed, I have you in stereo now. That's the good news. Good stuff. Good stuff. How are you keeping? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Yeah, I'm l- good. It's been a pretty hectic sporting weekend. I think it's safe to say. Unbelievable. And uh, I'm going to add to it now. So if if I may, just go straight into yep. the results sequence, please. Um, boys under twelve, Group B, Boyle Celtic nil, Valley Rovers four, Connacht Shield girls under twelve, Ben Bulban FC nil, Ballisadere United two, boys under four. 14, Group B, Manor Hamilton Rangers 0, Ballymote Celtic 4, Girls Under 15, Real Tubber 5, Callery Bowes 0, SFAI Boys Under 15 Trophy, Leicester 2, St John's 1, Boys Under 13 Group C, Valley Rovers 5, Gertrude Celtic 6, St John's 5, Carrick Town 6, Connacht Cup Under 12, Boys Under 12, Mary Oren Moore 3, Carrick Town 0, Boys Under 15 Group A, Manor Hamilton Rangers 0, Callery Bowes nil. Boys under 15 Group C. Strand Celtic 5. Merville United 5. Boys under 15 Group B. Ballygawley Celtic 3. Carricktown nil. Valley Rovers 3. Yates United 2. SFAI under 12 Girls Interleague. Sligo Leitrim 1. Cavan Monaghan 1. And Sligo Leitrim 1-3-2 on penalties. Boys under 13 Group A. Yates United 3. Merville United 5. Strand Celtic 3. Arrow Harps 3. Connacht Shield Boys under 14, Kulani United 1, Roscommon 7, Connacht Shield Boys Under 16, Ballymote Celtic 2, Newtown FC 3, SFAI Under 14 Girls Interleague, Sligo Leitrim 4, the NECSL, which is the North Eastern Counties 3, SFAI Boys Under 12 Trophy, Boyle Celtic 0, Beechwood 1, SFAI Boys Under 14 Trophy, St John's 0, Mary Oren Moore 2, SFAI Boys Under 16 Trophy, Ben Bulban FC 0, Bohemians 4, Girls Under 12 Group B, Drumahare FC 1, Kilglass and Escrown 1, Abbey United 2, Carricktown 3, Gertrude Celtic 1, Valley Rovers 3, Connacht Shield Girls Under 14, Strand Celtic 3, uh, Barn of Furbo 0, and Connacht Shield Boys Under 12, Glen Celtic 2, Kilglass and Escrown 4. So they were all the results that uh, we had to hand for compiling just the results for for today. Lots going on and take a bow, the Sligo Leitrim girls under 14 interleague team. Yes, um, unbelievable. Um, they beat the NECSL yesterday in the semi-final um, and this is this is a, an All-Ireland interleague competition and Sligo Leitrim are in the bowl competition. They will now play um, Wexford in the bowl final who beat Longford yesterday. I think it went to penalties. So that'll be on in, um, in three weeks' time. But by all um, accounts, I wasn't able to make it yesterday, unfortunately. But there's a lot of stuff written 
written about it and it was end-to-end stuff and nail-biting for coaches and people who um, who turned up to watch. It was in McSharry Park, but some fantastic performances. A couple of names to throw into the ring would be Amy O'Donoghue from Boyle Celtic, um, Amber Gray Harrigan, she put the team ahead, but on, it, it just seemed that any CSL were right up there with, uh, because this Sligo Leitrim team are very, very good. Um, there's representatives from 12 clubs, so um, it's it's a, it's it's a great mix of, of players um, like Arrow Harps, Balasadere, Ballymote Celtic, Callery, Carrick Town, Coolani. They all have representatives captained by Grace Devaney from Manor Rangers, but they came um, good in the end, um, 4-3, which I'd say now was nail-biting to the end it, and, and any CSL fought right to the end to try and equalise again and maybe take it to extra time or a penalty shootout but um, everybody from, from the report I got from uh, from Brian um, they, everybody he was absolutely delighted with the performance now again you'd always say look you know conceding three goals but I think when you go behind and you equalise you take the lead all that it showed fantastic character these all these girls are actually under 14 so but they're so well tutored and well um they've great uh, great, great resolve and they're very very um resourceful they're you know they're not they don't get as nervous as i would be even watching the game sure but gr- great um gr- gr- great team performance and all they can do now is prep for the final uh, three weeks time i don't know where it'll be yet or any any of that that detail but uh, to me one of the best performances of the weekend uh, from a Sligo Leitrim representative team. So big shout out to to Brian and all his all his backroom team and all everybody who who, who contributed to that success. And if you're listening and wondering who was the team that they were playing, um, the uh, the Sligo Leitrim girls weren't in NBA basketball, the NACSL <laughs> or North Eastern, Eastern County Counties. Soccer League. Yes. So yeah, so that's like uh, loud, and I, yeah. I think team like North Mead probably and and sort of that that catchment area but I had been in contact with one of their representatives he wanted to know where they were playing the game previous to this because he was actually going to be down there for the weekend so I uh, I didn't give much away but I told him where the game was but um, he actually didn't make it in the end but maybe maybe just as well because um, we seemed to have the edge and deservingly going into the final but Wexford tells the truth you sent him to Monaghan you gave him directions for a completely different pitch <laughs> I sent uh, yeah exactly I sent him d- down to Killarney I said try try a pitch down there but um, no delighted for the girls they're all they're all they're, they're great uh, great soccer advocates and all for all the the younger girls coming up behind them th- this is what this is what inspires them all the little under 11s today now for example th- that's where they want to go they, they'd love to be playing on, on Sligo Leitrim team so sure. very good uh, we've been mentioning Ben Bulban FC's boys under 16 soccer team who've had a great run in the national FAI trophy competition but sadly in the round of last 32 it's come to an end this weekend yeah it, it, um, they were playing um, at home now so uh, they were playing a team from Waterford Bohemians FC and I know that when I read out the results there it said 4-0 but two of those goals came very very late on um, and it, it seems that it was most unfortunate that yeah I know sometimes people say oh the score didn't reflect the the actual performance but from from what I've uh, from what I've been told and what has been written that that is <laughs> that is in fact true that they um that they were you know they, they were st- 
right in there with it. But Bohemians FC obviously travelled well. They, it didn't it didn't seem to affect them too much, and they um, they unfortunately were lost out at the end. But they pushed hard. They were unbelievable, never gave up and unfortunately no more than the game that I was listening to you commentating on yesterday in 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 Tume, um you know, you gotta just keep going to the bitter end, but sometimes the result doesn't doesn't go your way. But they bow out of the SFAI competition, but with not without uh doing uh given them a very good account of themselves. Indeed. Now, Kilglass and Escron United team uh, seem to be producing some uh, very impressive uh, underage soccer teams. I know their boys under 14 side going well in their respective league and so too the boys under 12 side who enjoyed a, a cup scalp this weekend. They did indeed. They uh, were playing, they were kind of cup action and they were playing uh, Glen Celtic which is uh, from Glenamady County Galway. Um Again, uh, this end result uh, was 5-2 to Kilglass and Escrone. Um Now, just bear in mind, this is under 12s. This is under 12 uh, boys. But there was seemed to be free kicks being uh, coasted into the back of the net from all angles altogether. Uh, great performances from uh, Ryan Tuffy. Um, and from Oren McLaughlin and Sonny Linus. Uh, they're all mentioned if you're interested in reading a, a match report on it, you can pick it up on their Facebook page. But a, cra- a crack and win for them against what would be a very organised um, Glen Celtic. Any team that travels, they always like to travel uh, to, in fact, bring their best game. Um, but Glass and Scrone were more than equal to it and they came away with the 5-2 win, which was um, which was great for them. So on, on they go. We'll keep an eye out for for where they go after this. And again, there's a nice photo of them uh, on the fa- on the Facebook page as well, just to just to uh, show the, the 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 whole squad. Um, and they're looking they're 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 looking good uh, in in the goals. Very good. Your feature game this weekend, uh, Tina, is from the boys under thirteen league, the Battle of the Bees. The Battle of the Bees. Yeah. Well, actually, there was there was there was three bees in the in the overall battle. But I uh, Balasadir came up to Ballymoat Celtic yesterday. I uh, went down to that um, and. Again, the previous weekend, or one of the previous weekends, Ballymota had a cracking game against Real Tubber. A scoreless draw in the end, but a great game. But yesterday, unfortunately, things didn't go well for Ballymote, but they went very well for Ballasadere. They were really one of the one of the really most organized very very good teams and their their nemesis in that league was Ben Bulban FC who were also playing yesterday morning and they were asking me did I know the result which I didn't at the time but it turns out that Ben Bulban FC under 13s um they won their game so I think Ben Bulban won that league um overall they the, they came away with the win but I, Honestly, I have. I was very impressed with uh, with Balasadere yesterday. Uh, just super organised. Everything about them. They scored a good few goals. They were very, very sharp. Uh, very determined. I think they thought at least they would do their bit to try and win the league and hope that uh, Ben Bulban FC would would slip up. But it wasn't to be. But doesn't take away from their from their performance. And and also, can I say that Ballymote Celtic the it wasn't that they played badly at all they just got caught unlucky early in the game and they conceded a couple of goals and I just think it sort of um, it, it 
knocked them sort of back and so sometimes it's hard to rebuild that enthusiasm but the the morning was glorious it was a gorgeous morning for for a football game and you know everybody was in was in was in good form and in, in anticipation of the game but well done to Balasadere commiserations to Ballymote um, but it was it was uh, it was worth it was it was worth going to see. There was some gr- great goals scored, I have to say, and and just think these are still under most of these uh, most of these lads were twelve years old uh, because it was an under thirteen under thirteen match. And afterwards, I caught up with well, I caught up with their manager. Um, Aidan Kenny um, and I had a chat with him and then I caught up with uh, one of their players um, um, he's going to the um, assessment uh, in Dublin so I had a chat with, with, with both Yeah great return now we um, started strong against good body on side so happy enough with what happened Yeah good and you have a, a big squad I noticed very, there was uh, barely room in the dugout for the squad 20 lads all, all got their game time so that's what it's all about good stuff and uh, what was I going to say what is the what's, what do you think your success comes down to the lads working hard and training yeah turning up for training every week yeah they're yeah. training twice a week even as soon as we got back from Covid before the games came back once we were allowed to train they were out and just mad for football very the, the general thing I found watching today was just organisation every player seemed to know where to go his yeah. job very clear and the way they could slot in and out and the versatility yeah they, they kind of well, in, in training we played them in every position and try to do the same thing in games so good stuff good stuff are you, enjo- are you enjoying the coaching no, I love it yeah. do you love it yeah, yeah. Love and it. what about uh, what about would you ever think about going into uh, going up the ways and well, going higher coaching well I have the national D licence done now so it's Looking at the UFC, so oh, very good, very good. So education, f- future is bright. That's yeah. it. Hopefully. Good man. Well done today. Anyway, Thanks a great minute. result. Okay. Ballasadere okay. United's Aidan Kenny speaking to Tina after yesterday's game and introduced this young starlet that you spoke. Had you got a few words from, yeah, please? This was actually a very. Um, this was an opportunistic. I was on my way to my car and. Somebody said to me, "Oh, that's Ryan Maloney there who uh, got selected." We'll I make went, a journalist out of you, yes, I, Tina. I Byrne. said, "I chased." I said, "Come back out of that car for a minute," um, because I'm I'm always interested with, especially the, these guys, how they get picked and whatnot. So I asked him. No, he's a very quiet young fella, but it certainly certainly uh, can do it on the pitch. But I had a little chat with Ryan. Well, I feel proud and good. Yeah, yeah. It's and team. is are you the only representative from your club? Uh, yes. Okay, and how do you, why do you think you were picked more than anybody else? Well, I work hard uh, in training and I just enjoy the sport. Okay, good stuff. And tell me, do you have a Premiership team favourite? Yeah, Sligo Rovers. Sligo Rovers first! Yeah. And what about the U in England? Who do you support? Liverpool. Li- Liverpool and Sligo Rovers. Yeah. So it's handy because it's all, all red. And yeah. Ballasadere United is red. red as well. Yeah. And tell me about Sligo Rovers. What do you think? They won last night? Yeah. Just about? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Who's so, your favourite player? Well, I like Max Mata. Patrick last night. I know, yeah. Is that where you're aiming for? Yeah. Good hopefully. stuff. And what about Liverpool? Who's your favourite? Kind of, probably Mo Salah. Mo Salah? Yeah. Another, oh, you're, so you're really, you like your striker, so yeah, I do. you like scoring goals. Yeah. And when do you think that uh, you'll be going back up to Dublin again? Well, I don't know. Well, hopefully, if I keep working harder, cook it up in another, another month, so hopefully. OK, well, look, we'll keep an eye out for you. We'll wish you the best of luck and good luck for the rest of the season. You played very well today and good result for Ballister United. Thank you. Thank you. Well done, young Ryan Maloney, who's part of the FAI's National Assessment Squad. And who else are we going to hear from, Tina? 
Uh, well, then <laughs> I was really on a, on, a, on a roll yesterday, and I've often oh, yes. I was often thinking about. Um, I suppose I was there yesterday watching the game, and in order for the game to uh, take place, you obviously need um, your referee. And I've I have a, a, a sort of a because I used to referee myself. I'm very very aware of the challenges that uh, referees have to endure. Um, and when I was on the sideline, I was chatting actually to Mark Irwin, and he said to me, "I'm actually." running to a game in Kulani and I thought okay I should have probably chatted him I ended up talking um, to Colm Gunning who was refereeing yesterday's match so I had a good chat with with Colm again just to highlight what that, that the referees obviously have a job to do as well and sometimes it can be challenging but he gave a good insight I think into refereeing Look it has changed um, for the better um, over the last couple of years um, with facilities and of course with girls football coming into the okay the scene it's, it's, it's really progressed now give, give me give me give us fold. an idea of a typical weekend for you on, on the circuit um, Saturdays would have probably two games sometimes maybe three games you know and, um, and depending on the on the Location would you Location, be? Location, yeah. oh, it could be absolutely anywhere okay. in the county. Okay. You know yourself, it just all depends on where you're given. Yeah. It's no problem. And issues age with that. groups, do you do everything? Every all right. age groups as we say, yeah. From right. okay. from well twelves to sixteens in, in this And if it's not a rude question, how long have you been uh, refereeing in the league? I'm I'm fourteen years now, okay. Tina. And, and really enjoy it. I was absolutely to- really enjoy it. In Every, terms, you know, in terms of um, difficulty now, and I suppose everybody looks to the likes of VAR on the TV and all that. How, how, when you're here on your own trying to marshal a match, what's your biggest challenge? Yeah, look, the offsides can be tough going. You know, um, we're only human. Yeah. You know, we 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 will make we can't get them all right. Yeah, you're yeah. Say, you're saying we because I used to be you know in, I used to be in the yeah. referees club yeah, for a exactly, good few years. Tina, I know and well. Yeah. Abs- absolutely, um, and I suppose every day is learning day. You know, but the way I find it as a referee over the years is, I mean, respect the players; they'll respect you. Um, talk to them. You know, talk to them if if a decision on a decision and and you know all the rest, especially at the underage. Talk to them and, and give them encouragement and help. Yeah, I think it's great. Yeah, good. You know? so, so you're still enjoying it? Absolutely enjoying and it. And no, no plans to retire? <sighs> Look, at, <laughs> I, I'm probably saying that for the last couple of years. I've had a few little injuries over the last two years, you know, and it's kind of putting it out. Yeah. But, you know... I, I still enjoy it. Well, look, it, well know, done today. Well yeah. done today, and uh, best of luck in your next no. game. I, I don't. I know the feeling. It's not an easy thing to officiate, um, especially when there's a lot of things at stake. But um, I'd have to say you're uh, you're probably one of the more solid, uh, steady guys. And thanks probably, a million. Well, once you're still enjoying it, that's the main thing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And as I say. You, you give respect and you get respect. Perfect. All right. Hopefully that everyone takes that on board. I think it's a great yeah. way of going forward, you know. God, I want to be a referee after listening to that. That's Colm Gunning, Sligo Leitrim Youth Soccer Referee. He's, yeah, and, and to be fair, like I, I will catch up with Mark another well, day because he's one of the newer guys. Yeah. And he, I said to him, "Do you in, like? how do you find it? And me thinking he'd say, oh, you know, it's this. And he said, I love it. And I was thinking, that's okay, so refreshing. I, I, like, I am genuinely interested in this because I know 
I don't want to be a referee. I don't have. I don't think I have the constitution for it. I think I. I, I don't think I'd be have thick enough skin to be a referee. So I am in constant admiration of anybody who picks up the whistle, well, and and you know you might try and persuade me otherwise. But well, well, before I came into studio this evening, I was listening to a thing in the car. A man was saying he was asked to do the line, and his son was playing, and he just was asked to do the line. And this man's father, so the granddad of the lad playing, was in the stand. And the man doing the line called a ball for the opposition. The ball went out and he said, my own father abused me. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, it's almost a given that you're going to be biased, you know. Yeah, well, two things from uh, Colm Gunning's interview yes. struck me there. The first is when you asked him, what's the toughest part of the job? I expected him to say the abuse you get from time to time if you get, you know, a heated match. He didn't. He said it's making the call because he doesn't have, he has volunteers for linesmen or women, but they're not qualified linesmen. So oh, no. he's making the call yeah. on the offside. So that's the challenge yeah. he found for him, yeah. not the yeah. abuse, which to me is interesting. And also the time he's got to put into this. He mentioned sometimes on a Saturday, two or three games, which means you can't really just allocate a couple of hours on a Saturday morning no. and then you've got the rest no. of the weekend. No. This no. guy is traipsing across the mm-hmm. county and over the border into Leitrim, as the case may be. But I think I think the key thing for me was he said communication. And I think as well, it takes a high level of emotional intelligence. If you can communicate, somebody mightn't like your decision, but if you can kind of get on a, on a, on a level with them and say, look, that's what it is, you know. And it is it is very, very difficult. And sometimes it can be like things, I, I can only imagine your, 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 your team is drawing, you get a chance, you think it's a penalty, you straight away you blame the referee for not, you know what I mean things get very very heated but I think good referees, I always say to somebody who was refing and if they say God I can't remember, I always think well that must have been a good game because the referee should never in effect stand out in a match if he's there just doing his work doing his work, he's just getting on with it and so are the teams but look at it, it was an interesting, I felt you know the the way the way things are going now, and there was almost a strike of referees in Dublin and all that. It's never. We always must be mindful of the person comes to do to do their best. I don't know any referee who comes to say I'm going to do a, a, a bad job today. Like they they try their 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 ethos is they're sure. trained and they want to do their best. Very good, Colm Gunning, fourteen years a referee and still going strong, and he's loving it. Congrats to you, Colm. More power to you. Uh, Let's talk Women's League of Ireland for a moment because the new season begins next weekend. There is a a youth soccer dimension to this next story because last night the inaugural President's Cup, which is a bit like the Charity Shield in domestic football, we have it in the men's, we haven't had it in the women's. We had the first one last night, which is the league champions play the FAI Cup winners. Now, in this case, Shelburne did the double last season. So the FAI Cup runners-up, Athlone, played Shelburne uh, yesterday evening in the inaugural um, President's Cup final. President Michael D. Higgins was there. That's right. And you spotted a Sligo Leitrim youth soccer well, graduate. I, I spotted two. Two, indeed you did. I did. I and did. they both scored yesterday. Exactly, exactly. And that's, I was thinking to myself, isn't this um, fantastic? Myrne Devaney and Roisin Malloy. And Roisin gave a really good interview um, afterwards, which I just watched today. And she was as cool as a breeze. I was trying to imagine, you know, you win a cup competition and all that. And she, somebody obviously asked her for an interview and she came over like somebody who was just after being training or something she scored the second goal to um, to equalise it and to bring it to extra time and then in the penalty shootout um, they, they won and I think you know I thought they played 
brilliant last year in the cup final and it was most unfortunate that they, they came out the wrong side of it but it was lovely to see them winning it and Roisin is um, a, a, an ex-Gurchin Celtic player and Murren obviously is an ex-Manor Hamilton Rangers player so it just shows you that the pathway is real it's there and we'd like hopefully down the road to see a lot more of our players going Wonderful well done to Murren Devaney and Roisin Malloy who helped uh, Athlone Town win the inaugural President's Cup last night we are out of time Oh uh, can I just very you quickly can. Go shout for it. out Go for Yates United who lost to Valley Rovers 3-2 I can't know what age bracket it was but Yates only had nine players so well done to them for fulfilling the fixture and by from what I've read here it was a humdinger and they only lost by a goal and well done to Valley Rovers for holding on but nine players isn't an easy thing to start a game with and they had nobody that else is, That is for sure yeah. Car- Carberry won a match with eight players at the final whistle last night so <laughs> well, that was that once you get below seven you have to abandon the game I, know, I think I seven know. is your cut off point isn't it? If, if, I, if I'm correct there was, a, there was a, the referee was active last night in that game <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Tina, thank you very much thank for you, that. Austin. We'll talk to you next okay, week. Okay, bye bye. Abbey United, Kalani United, Arrowheart, Ahana Celtic, Ballymore Celtic, Manor Rangers, Ben Bulbin FC, Yates United, Dramore Villa, Carrick Town, Boyle Celtic, Gertrude Celtic, St John's, Valley Rovers, Valley Gawley Celtic, Polly Bowles, Eel Tober, Dan Celtic, Ballet Sudair United, Merville United. Glass and it's growing, you know. Drummer Hair FC. This is you, so-